some more amazing things about worship. 3. David W. Palmer. 5. True worship involves an exchange. Worship not only consists of surrendering to God's perfect love, wisdom, and will, it is also intimacy, love, and deep communion with God, like a married couple that are deeply in love, and who grow to be one flesh, and who share and receive the seed of new life, in our deepest intimacy with God, something in us metamorphoses, we take on his characteristics and abilities, like the steeping of a tea bag or the soaking of a sponge, in our closest times of intimacy with God, his love, vision, fire, desires, seed, and abilities glide into us. I love the way the Old Testament prophet crystallizes this into a sharp, precise statement. Isaiah 40 31 NKJV, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The word, wait, here does not mean to hang around in a state of inactivity, wishing that someday God will just drop something out of the sky, like waiting for Santa Claus to come at Christmas. On the contrary, it means, to bind together by twisting, actively pursuing passionate intimacy with God. It also means to collect or expect. What's also very enlightening and exciting is that the word, renew, used in this passage means to slide. What's the message in this for us? We need actively to pursue such close worshipful intimacy with God that we embrace, wrestle, and twist ourselves together with him until we bind to him, forming an inseparable bonding. In his loving embrace, we should then expect to collect something, something divine that renews us. It will slide into us as we worship almost imperceptibly, but it is the glorious love, ability, and power of the amazing God that is literally soaking into us. An exchange is taking place. For example, our ability to love is being exchanged for his ability to love. Our ability to achieve the impossible is being exchanged for his all things are possible power. Our fleshly rebellious tendency is being exchanged for his soft, submissive nature. This is grace. Our small vision is exchanged for his large vision, etc. When you are wrestling with the unsubmissive nature of your fleshly self, hurry up and wait upon the Lord. His ability will slide into you, completely renewing your strength, giving you the willingness to obey, and giving you superabundant power to achieve God-sized exploits. Then you will be able, not only to want his will, but also to do it, while waiting like this what you see and hear with him, you'll be able to do and speak, so watch and listen to Father in the Spirit, like Jesus did. John 5 19 20 NKJV, Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do, for whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. 20 For the Father loves the Son, and shows him all things that he himself does, and he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. This is intimacy. This is how love relates. This is grace at work. This is true New Testament living. Today, I believe that if you make the time, if you deny your flesh's fear of rejection, fear of absorption, and fear of self-death, and if you draw near to him in humbly surrendered worship, God will certainly draw near to you. James 4 8. Bind to him by twisting yourself around and into him in love and complete dependence. As you do, I believe the weakness you are encountering at your threshold of growth and surrender will be supplanted by God's grace, love, and character. He will give you all you need for today. Matthew 6 11, 13 NKJV Give us this day our daily bread. 13 And do not lead us into temptation. But del. 